Yo, what's going on, world? It's your homeboy, Cuff, with the Brain Surfing Podcast. I started my podcast with the goal of helping couples get a better understanding of why their counterpart thinks and operates the way they do. As time went on, I continued to do this, but with more focus on relationships in general. Like I always say, the way you view things determine how those things make you feel. For more raw, uncensored content, you can subscribe to my other tier on Spotify for only $2.99 per month. But like I said, it's your homeboy, Cuff. Come catch these waves. Armageddon Productions. Straight to it, man. I hate baby daddies. You niggas are the worst, man. Like, Listen, how do y'all be out here? This whole episode not even just about baby daddies, though. It's like about men, period. You know, how can y'all be out here claiming you guys are men? We don't carry yourself as such. Okay, so like me personally, there's certain things that I just have to have in order or I don't feel like a man. Like right now, I'll be honest with you, right? On a scale of one to a hundred, what do I feel on my being a man scale? I say like 85, 80, 85 for me. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna get into specifics, but it's certain shit that I don't have in order that I would like to have in order. Like right now, if I wanted to take a trip, I had to save up a little bit before I could go and do it. Just me personally, I don't. I feel like a little bit less of a man because of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I should have my financial in order to where, when I want to do things, I'm able to do those things without, without much thought going into it. You know. But a lot of men out here, I notice, they out here, they're they're driving their baby mama's cars, they're staying with their baby moms, they're uh, niggas got niggas in mid thirties with roommates. Niggas is couch hopping, whatever it may be, staying with parents. And I don't even fully knock all of that, but when you got those things going on, and then you will talk in your own social media like you're that guy. I'm always questioning, like, what do you view as a man? What is a man to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, if your girl told you you had to leave right now today, drop her down right on the spot. Would you at the least have money for a hotel for a week or for two weeks or something? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you have a a consistent income to where if that were to happen, you'll be able to hold yourself down at least to a certain instinct? You know, at least to a certain point. Can you get from A to B without someone telling you yes or no? It's things like that. That to me comes with being an adult. Some of these things just when you when you're an adult, some of these things, but I'm focused on men right now because I'm a man and certain things that's going on. I just see it's weird, man. I see men who don't have these things in order hating on other men who have these things in order. And they will speak on those men and their lifestyles whole time knowing they don't even have their own life in order, you know? Like, the more my life has gotten in order, the more I've been more comfortable speaking on 
lifestyles in general. Hence the podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I had times where my kids uh, hit me up for something. Like, for instance, my kid's mother, she's, she's last minute with shit. So, like, school dances and shit coming up. Either she last minute with it or she leave it on them to tell me. And they going to tell me last minute because they teenagers got other shit going on. So, they, whatever, right? My son hit me up. He needed his outfit or whatever. Now, I didn't get paid for a couple more days. And for everything he was trying to do, I didn't have enough. So, I needed to get paid so I could put that in what I had into my account, put it together, and I could take care of his shit, right? So, since his dance was coming up, I went online, got everything uh, ordered on the cart and everything, right? But everything he wanted and stuff similar to it all was going to get there too late or was going to get there the day before, which also didn't work because if something didn't fit correctly, we want to replace it. So we wanted to get there at least a couple of days ahead of time or for him to find something in store out there in Texas and I send the money, he purchased it, which didn't work. So we had to go with the whole order and close thing, right? And since it was last minute and I didn't get paid for a couple more days, I had to work with what I had and like the stuff wasn't going to get there in time. But see, if I had more money stacked up, I could have said, fuck it. Go to a, a tuxedo place, a, a place where they're known for making suits. And the shit, this, the suit alone might fuck around and be 800, 1,000. But fuck it. We last minute. We, we, had, we want you to look nice. Let's get it. I would have loved if I had that money at that time to just boop. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't have it to do that and still be comfortable. You know, I still got to live life and shit. So, like, so for me, I felt bad as a father, as a man, that I wasn't able to do. I, I didn't have the money to have the ability to make alternate decisions. It was either we're going to do it this way or no way. Now, if he would have let me know ahead of time more than that wouldn't have been an issue. But yet still, things don't always go how supposed to go. And like I said, if my kids ever need something, and I'm not able to do it within the next day or two. I just feel like like it's less of a man. Listen, I'm talking about if we at the crib, you feel me? And my girl don't fuck some money up and some shit. And now it's some last minute shit. Oh, damn, babe. I don't fuck this up. We need groceries and I'm low on gas. Listen, I ain't going to even when she fucked it up. It's her fault, right? Just me personally. I still feel like less of a man if I can't make some shit happen. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't gonna lie. If shit ever tight at the crib and I, I'm able to get shit straight, I feel fucking great. I almost love that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like a fucking man. Like, when shit ain't right as a man in your domain, you know, shit going on with your family, like, you're supposed to be able to help that situation in some way. You know what I mean? So, you know, say she fuck money up and we need groceries and whatever the fuck. And if I'm able to go get the groceries plus fill up her tank and fill up my tank, grab some loud, get her a bottle of wine. Like, nigga, I feel fucking, that's going to be the next, the next couple of days. I feel like that nigga. <laughs> like not saying, you know what I mean? I'm being sarcastic with it, but 
I don't know, man. I just feel like as a man, you're supposed to you're supposed to want to do these things, really. And when those when, when the opportunity comes for you to show and to move and to prove that you are a man, the feeling you get when you're actually able to do that is unmatched. I'm gonna leave y'all with this. If you walking around here like you the man, you trying to get clout, you chasing women. But when shit hit the fan, you can't provide. When shit hit the fan, you can't lend a helping hand. When shit hit the fan, you can't hold yourself down. And everything you have or everything you have going on in your life or most of that shit is all relying on another person. Step up, become a motherfucking man. Mentally, not only physically. Because your age don't mean you a man. Mentally and emotionally, y'all need to grow the fuck up. But I'll leave y'all with this. She don't work the uh, security shit. Um, my second job is security at the uh, at a bar, St. Paul Tap, little bar, or whatever, right? So, yeah. <laughs> um, this white boy in there, and I'm gonna try to tell the story on a shorter version, but with enough details so you can fully understand it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of a long story, but anyway. So, white little white boy in there, he a little short dude. He like five, and I'm saying it's height everything because it, it all go with the story. It all make it make sense, right? But he like yeah. five, four, like. I'm five eight and three quarters. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't feel my three quarters, goddamn. <laughs> this nigga, look, this he he a little nigga in my eyes. Just put it like that. So obviously this nigga short as fuck. Like I'm looking down at the little dude. He a little dude, right? So he in there playing pool against uh this black dude who about my height, maybe an inch shorter, a little chubby, receiving hairline. He got the rooftop. He's he bought up top. Like he got the, you know what I mean? He got the George oh, Jefferson yeah, shit going yeah, on, right? Yeah. He's not a he. You could tell he's never been a looker. He never had girls like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm giving all these details because it, it it all come to what you know the end of the story, right? So follow me, right? So he in there with his girl. His girl, a big girl. She taller than him and she big. She heavy. Like a little bit upper body, bigger, big girl, with smaller legs type shape. You know what I'm saying? She kind of shaped like the refrigerator Walter Payton type. You know, something like that. So and like like I say, I ain't trying to diss. I'm just trying to paint the story for you, right? So they playing pool. Right. So they playing pool and shit. And yeah. I don't know all the details of how shit kicked off, but this is the story what I put together from what both of their perspective was in the girl. So okay. um he started to take a little he was talking shit to everybody, you know what I'm saying? It was like laughing fun, but it wasn't that big of a deal. People got irritated when I told him to calm down, he didn't calm down. Then but then, you know, they still were like, Okay, whatever, we drinking, we playing pool, we ain't gonna beat his ass. Then all of a sudden, he says something about the little bald head black dude's girl. Like, take your ass home and uh, wash some dishes. 
or a matter of fact, Whoa. cook some food. I know your big ass can cook. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, no way. Right. So he, he come at her like that. And the boyfriend, like the bald head, light skinned little dude, he at first like, yo, chill the fuck out. That's my girl. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever. He didn't even like get crazy at first. Like I said, I'm trying to cut the short, short story uh, shorter. He done said chill out about three times. The fourth time he said, fuck that. He came and told us, like, y'all about to beat this dude's ass. I guess oh. dude said something again, and we standing over there. So the light-skinned dude that, ended that up rushing. He, warned y'all too. he told us, too, like, bro, I'm trying to tell y'all. This, I'm trying to tell dude to calm down. He's still talking. So now we get a little closer to them so we can kind of hear it, but we ain't, like, super right, close, right, though. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. This nigga steady talking crazy. The light-skinned dude trying to be cool, man. He ended up rushing the white boy. Tackled him. Mm-hmm. Put them all up against the uh the about uh the pool table, wrestling with him and shit. Like got him in a little head. Like he kind of manhandled him, but he ain't like punched him like that. He kind of just kind of roughed him up a little bit, kind of you know oh, shaking right him up now. and shit. You know, nothing too serious. Oh, yeah. We get That's in between, break it up and shit. The white boys yeah. going crazy. Oh, you motherfucker! Ah, you're lucky they broke it up. I was just about to beat your ass. I was just about to get in your ass. Once again, try yeah, to yeah. make the story shorter. So we kicked him out. We outside with them. Yeah. The white boy. <laughs> We ended up letting the black dude go back in. The white boy, now this is this, this is his perspective of how things went down. He said, oh yeah, I left a uh, detail out. The black dude probably might a little bit more around mid-20s, not too far from 30. Um, the white boy was like 21, 22. So he's like, he's born and raised dead in the social media era, right? So we trying to, he's like, he's like, what the fuck? All I did was talk shit. When you talk shit, so when person talks shit to you, that doesn't give you the right to put your hands on them. And we like, bro, bro, you right, you right, you right. It doesn't, it doesn't. But in the real world, <laughs> when you talk crazy, and a motherfucker telling you, yo, relax, and you keep talking crazy, right. you're right. They should not hit you because you did not hit them. But nine times out of ten, bro, right. they gonna swing on you. They gonna beat your ass. They gonna talk shit back. It's something gonna happen. They're not gonna in the real. Nigga, this ain't the internet. This ain't Facebook. This ain't Instagram. This ain't Twitter. You can't talk crazy without repercussions. He kept falling back on the point and he said, but dude, just listen. Listen, I'm trying to tell you. All I did was say words. All I did is just words. That don't hurt anyone. I didn't touch anyone. So if I don't touch you, no matter what I say, you... The white dude was like 21, 22. He was like, he like barely 21 type shit. Young, young motherfucker. Okay, here, young motherfucker. Bro, we went back and forth with him for about 30, 40 minutes trying to explain to him how you can't just say anything to anybody. And after they tell you they're not with that funny talking shit, if you do not stop, there's a good chance that they might put hands on you. Not saying it's okay, but that's the real world. Right. Like how we said kind of the beginning of this conversation. People tend to not understand that fuck how things should go. It's about how things actually do go in the real world. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. If I'm talking crazy, motherfucker, in my head, even, hey, shut me out. Even say it's a person that I don't even know all that well. And I like, like, I say it's one of your homeboys. I I mean, through you. And we talk about basketball. And I can tell this nigga getting, like, aggressive, right? At that point, I know, look, I can either keep engaging in this conversation and I and me knowing that he get like I could tell him getting a little aggressive and knowing where it might go. If I and if I keep engaging, I can't afterwards get beat up and be like, 
surprised that it went there when I could tell it was getting there. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have the option to get away from the situation or make the shit worse. Yeah. But if you get your ass whooped because of it could be an innocent debate. Real shit. Niggas be fighting over little debates and shit. Like, niggas done threw hands. If you ain't with that shit, when it gets to a point where you feel like it might get physical, get the nigga in the debate. All right, look, bro. All right, you taking that shit too far. You feel me? Like, nigga, I think LeBron the GOAT. I'm leaving it at that, nigga. I ain't finna keep going back and forth. And leave it at that. Nigga, if you keep on going back and forth, and this nigga like, you know, some of the fight over any debate, bro. It's crazy. They feel like you disrespecting it. If you ain't ready to throw hands, say, stay out this shit. Where we from? Yeah. Exactly. And it's like motherfuckers ain't heard the term like you know words is fight words is fighting words too. You know what I'm saying? Well, fighting oh yeah, words, that sound like fighting you know, words. Right. Exactly. So nigga, it ain't gotta be all physical. What you saying? Could, yeah, possibly maybe put my hands on you. Exactly. So motherfucker, he he young man. This shit crazy. These these niggas ain't learning hearing us at all. Yeah, they really think they get into that situation, like you said, so they get them hands put on. Uh huh. Then it's like, oh shit, I should have listened to Big Homie. I should have listened to Big Bro. And, and you know what's crazy, man? The fucked up thing is the, the fucked up thing what? is hopefully the young nigga learned that lesson getting into it with right. a nigga who around thirty something because that nigga probably right. little beat little dude ass. Cause little little homie, little beat little nigga. But now, mm-hmm. if they get into it like that with one of these little 25, 23, 21 year olds who are a little bit more about that shit, them yeah. niggas really ain't fighting these days. No. Like, you no, can, you can, these days, you can learn a lesson and be in heaven. You feel me? Yeah. Like, you don't learn a lesson, oh, yeah. but it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, these little niggas better calm down. Cause, hey, I, hey, look, real shit. Even at work, bro, I do the security uh, shit. I never put my hands on nobody. Even when, like, when you break something up, right, the way I do it is, like, <clears throat> it, it's very, it's very chill because it's, like, I know that I can, look, all right, check me out. Stop my hand of both their chest and 